It's time for Two Chicks and a Flick. Hi, this is Diana Benjamin with Elisa Katz for Hear Women Talk on Zeus Radio Network. Today, we review Wall Street. Money never sleeps. Greed is good. Lest anyone forget, this is the <laughs> mantra of Gordon Gecko, played by Michael Douglas, who won an Oscar for the role in Oliver Stone's 1987 Wall Street. In Stone's sequel, the disgraced corporate raider and inside trader, released from federal prison, reinvents himself by 2008, just as the global economy is about to hoist itself on its own petard. <laughs> Gecko is born again, but the question is, as what? Will he be the self-deprecating repentant, asking only for a slot on the New York Times bestseller list as he shills his biography and seeks a renewed place in daughter Winnie's heart, played by Carrie Mulligan? Or is he a man who's had a long time to think about a massive comeback? <laughs> Shia LaBeouf in the role of Winnie's boyfriend Jake Moore, with Josh Brolin as Gecko's nemesis riding high on the new economy, Susan Sarandon as Jake's cloying mother, and Frank Langella, Jake's mentor and the first high-profile victim of very bad business. Mm. Written by Alan Loeb and Stephen Schiff, Wall Street, Money Never Sleeps, asks us to judge and be judged. So, Diana, Gordon Gecko is back in business on Wall Street, but would you invest in his latest venture? I wouldn't invest in him, but I would definitely invest time in watching this movie. God, I, I, I would it, invest in him. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was terrific. And as you were talking about the movie, I was thinking, what a cast. I thought it was so well acted and thought it was a home run on many fronts. This was difficult material to talk about because it's so close to home for most of us. So it was a testament to Oliver Stone that I could well, sit through the discomfort. I, but the thing is, why it works for people like us is because this this movie is really about the personalities yes. and the power of politics amongst humans. The editors, David Brenner and Julie Monroe, did an excellent job. I on. do like that about Oliver Stone. He does a lot of split screen work. He does a lot of... Not always well, though. In this one, I thought it was great. <laughs> it, it is a way of getting the stock market visuals to register in my brain. So in a way, it was a good distraction mm. on that level. But on another level, it was too intrusive. Mm. I think he was a little too heavy-handed with it throughout the movie. I disagree. I thought it was really balanced. Okay. I think the movie was a bit too long. I have a lot of bones to pick with Oliver Stone in a lot of his movies for well, the kind of heavy-handedness <laughs> with messages and all of that and the editing and some of the stuff he does. But in this one, I feel like he really matured and he's really using his Oh my talents God, this and movie. the talents of everyone else oh, to their I, best. I have to tell you, I do think that the performances that he extracted from the actors were, was fantastic. But I can see that you're not as wowed by it as I was. I'm not. The problem for me is you talk about that Oliver Stone has matured as a filmmaker and that this is not as preachy as some of his other work. One of the great things about watching the original Wall Street, which I did right before I saw this movie, it was forecasting a time to come and, and he really created a great anti-hero villain character in Gordon Gecko. He didn't over-preach it. And what happened was people took that anti-hero and they mm -hmm. raised him up. And they mm -hmm. thought, greed is good. Mm -hmm. This is what we should do. And mm -hmm. in the 90s, we saw everything sort of take off in the economy and a lot of things laid the foreground for what happened you know, in our economy now. In this movie, I felt like he was overcompensating for that mm. and felt a certain consciousness that, you know, I don't want to talk about what happens I in disagree. the resolution of this movie, but I... I feel like his 
actions were consistent with, you know, whatever diagnoses I would give him. What would you give him? Well, I'd say that he's a sociopath. He's yeah. a narcissistic personality yes. disorder. And people do things for different reasons. And you are the therapist, and I'm just a person who, who just knows some sociopaths. <laughs> so what I'm going to say about the character is that even though he is complex, he may have matured while he was in prison after losing everything. I do think if you are fundamentally at your core a sociopath, that's going to be always coming back. I think you may be able to shift, uh, have some consciousness. You I don't know, think it was light. consciousness that he was having. I think it was part of his game. Elisa? I'm going to give this one three and a half stilettos. There are Oscar contenders. I think Josh Brolin is brilliant. Michael Douglas is superb. Yes. He still He's is Gordon so Gecko. I give it five stilettos. Oh. This is a five stiletto. She's off the mark there, yes. people. I say this is this is a classic. This is going to go down Citizen as a classic. Citizen Kane is yeah. a five-star yeah. movie. This is too. This is not. Uh, but I respect you anyway. Okay. I'm right, though. <laughs> No, you're not. So this has been Elisa Katz and Diana Benjamin for Hear Women Talk on the Zeus Radio Network for 5-Minute Film Fix.